At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on Welcome back. This is our number three of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebfe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. James, we've got about five minutes to go in the second quarter. Bucks celtics game one in Boston. Right now, the Bucks lead 42-37. to They're one-and-a-half-point favorites on the live line. Total, 212-and-a-half. Well, we saw, we were talking about this before the game started, that there's going to be opportunities to find middles where you can get plus numbers Mm -hmm. on both these teams, and that has already presented itself. At that timeout that we talked about at six-minute mark, they, what were they? I think the Bucks were down seven or eight points. They were plus seven and a half in the market. Now they were, then they go on that big run, and now they become minus one and a half favorites. We're going to see this because of the volume of shooting from three. Both these teams are just going to be really stingy in on the interior. And I think for the Celtics right now, not a great three point shooting team all season long. But man, they are they're they're falling they're falling victim to what the Bucks want you to do. They're going to funnel everything out towards the three-point line. They are not going to let you get inside the paint uh, off your off your initial sets. So far, they've taken have the Celtics 38 field goal attempts. 21 of those have been from beyond the arc and only made seven. And it's been a balanced effort from Milwaukee. I'm looking at the box score right now. Eight players have scored in this game for the Bucks. Chris Middleton being out. So it looks like the role players who typically play well at home and not so much on the road are actually chipping in here early on in this game. Absolutely. Well, again, these these are players that understand their roles. That this is a tight team. This is a team very connected, not only on the court but I think off the court. They have great locker room chemistry here, and everybody understands what the identity of the team is, what the system is, and how they fit. When everybody, when when you have a team and you have players that understand their roles and can play within themselves to play to their strengths, you're going to see that type of success because they're going to play, they're being set up for success, and they're going to play with that style of confidence. And yeah, these bench players here, I think that's just something that, that is bred not only through coaching staff, but the leadership of, of Giannis, a tremendous player that he is, not only on the floor, but his leadership uh, to galvanize this team and his, and his teammates here. Guys understand that that you know he doesn't need to do everything. They find their pieces, parts here, and they play with so much confidence. That's what winning a championship will do for you, Femi. Well, let's turn our attention to the Western Conference because we'll have game one of the Western Conference semifinals from the Grindhouse in Memphis, Tennessee. Later on, tip-off, 12.30 West Coast time, 3.30 East Coast time. Warriors, two-point road favorites. The consensus number total, 223. I'm looking at the series price over at BetMGM. Golden State, James. They don't have home court. 
They're minus 275 on the yeah. series price. The Grizzlies plus 210. What do you make of that? Well, you're talking about the championship medal of the Golden State Warriors. Anytime you've got, and we haven't seen them play together really for years until the playoffs started. When you're talking about Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, obviously the injuries that he sustained over the last few years, and then Steph Curry. I think the collective minutes on the floor this season during the regular season, anyhow, was 11 minutes. So no time spent, but this is a trio that knows how to play together. They've been playing together for such a long time. And again, winning together, winning championships that breeds not only camaraderie chemistry, it also breeds confidence confidence out there on the on the court and players coming in understand if you don't understand what your role is you're not going to be there for very long and they will jettison you pretty quickly even if you're a tremendous player even like uh, Kevin Durant not very beloved by uh, certain teammates namely Draymond Green there but <laughs> uh, but but I mean I think that speaks to the culture that they've developed right like and a tremendous player is KD but look you've got to fit within the confines of how we operate here and everybody has a piece as part of a role and yeah you're going to have a bit play a big role in the piece for us to be able to win but you, you have to be able to step into that and have some humility about yourself too and and being able to to show a little vulnerability that you aren't and not everything has to flow through you. And I think that's the beautiful thing about the Warriors. And they're they're awesome to watch off the ball. If you watch their how the movement that they have, we know Steph Curry's tremendous off the ball, but all these guys, I mean, they they just have such flow and rhythm to their offense. And and even somebody like Poole stepping in, a young player, understanding where he fits in there and playing with a ton of confidence. Yeah, it's no surprise that they're such a big favorite. I'm not going to lay that big price mm -hmm. in, in any sport. I mean, it's just too much for me to, to risk. We have injuries, especially a team like Golden State, where guys, a lot of, a lot of uh, miles on those sneakers out there on the court for those for the big three, but and could be susceptible to injury at any point. So, But I did play, in a sense, we, we had talked earlier about the Miami Heat and Philly and my position with the with. The, the heat to win that series. In a sense, it was like a parlay, not necessarily a parlay. It wouldn't let you parlay those two series prices, but they would offer you the exact of who would get, and they did it for each every scenario of all the teams that are remaining now in the semifinals for both conferences. So I pair, it, it did take the Miami Heat along with the Golden State Warriors to advance to their conference finals to, so in, in essence, right, win these both of their respective series. The price with that, it was a much smaller price. It was $1.50. Basically mm -hmm. translates to the same thing if you had the opportunity to parlay those. So it was $1.50. That's what I laid. I actually did it. I risked four and a half units to win three units because I, I just feel like for the Warriors, the, the matchup here with the Grizzlies, probably the only concern for me, Febley, with the Warriors is not a big team, not a whole lot of size, uh, and staying in front of John Morant. Morant's a terrific player, especially off the bounce. Uh, such a such a tremendous athlete getting to the rim, a great finisher, but also just commands because he's so hard to stay in front of. He will command a lot of help to come his way when that shot goes up uh, off off the ball side. You're going to see a lot of weak side crash coming to get those offensive boards. And in particular, you, you saw what Brandon Clark did in that series against the Wolves, especially the last two games. They have 14 offensive boards in the last two games, really hit the glass on the Wolves. I suspect we're going to see the same approach with Clark coming off the bench to get significant minutes, trying to get on the off offensive glasses well but that aside i just can't see for four for through the course of seven games for this young memphis grizzlies team to be able to win this series yeah to me i almost look at this to where it feels like memphis is being a little disrespect because we're going to reiter reiterate the point memphis has the home court advantage in this series games one and games two will be played in memphis if there's a possible game seven it will be played in memphis and they're plus 210 on the series prices and i agree with you that the warriors are probably going to win this series. That's the most likely outcome. But that price of minus 275, I go back to last round, the Warriors were about minus 250 with home court advantage against Denver. Now they're minus 275 without home court advantage against a much better team here. To me, it feels like we're almost overreacting a little bit to the Warriors looking so impressive against a Nuggets team that was Joker and friends. Actually, real quick, Femi, I just want to stop our conversation here. I'm watching here. I don't know what happened to Marcus Smart. I don't know if it was a shoulder, but he sure started coming off the court like he got a dislocated shoulder. He yeah, he looks uncomfortable. Couldn't, 
he he looked he was in pain he ran to the locker room quickly i'm still not really seeing what happened but he ran off holding his shoulder to his side uh so marcus mark running to the locker room right now we'll see we'll have to obviously get an update here they get closer to halftime with just a minute to go with now milwaukee up by eight but something to consider i mean injuries we're seeing injuries impact all of these series each and every one of these teams that would be a huge loss depending on what the the severity is of that injury for smart considering defensive player of the year this year in boston yeah that would be a very very big deal there if he were to be injured uh Game one, Warriors Grizzlies is tipping off at 1230. We've talked about the series price, but when you look at this from a game one standpoint here, Memphis, they go six games with Minnesota. Golden State goes five with Denver here. The Grizzlies are the underdogs. Do you think that maybe the pressure is off of Memphis now that they've finally won a series with John Morant and this nucleus here for Memphis? They can almost not play with house money because I'm sure they want to get to the Western Conference Finals, but the pressure is off the way they at least have kind of validated their regular season getting to this point. Yeah, I I can agree. I I think as far as pressure is concerned, I don't think there's any pressure for this team going in playing the Warriors to say, well, they're they're now expected to. I think they're expected to compete with the Warriors, but I don't think mm-hmm. the there's any, and the market will indicate that based on what that price is that you talked about the the heavy favorite for the Warriors to win this series. Uh, so potentially, yeah, in a sense, playing with house money and and being able to play a little more free out there without the pressure of hey, we gotta, you know, we are supposed to be we're the higher seed and we were supposed to beat the the Minnesota Timberwolves and they gave us everything that that they wanted here. But, you know, I think for the, for the Grizzlies, they're not going to have the luxury of the poor shot selection from the Minnesota Timberwolves facing this golden state warriors team. That was really the killer for the, for the T wolves. I mean, how many squandered double digit leads that they have in basically every game. And one of the games, I forget which game it was, was it game four, I believe where there was two, they had, and two, two times in the game, the, the Grizzly, or excuse me, the, Timberwolves gave up 20-point leads. Yeah. Some of that is the defensive side, but a lot of it was the poor shot selection and execution on the offensive side. You're not going to get that against the Warriors. This is a team that is going to be – they know where they're, where they're going to run with their sets. This team is not going to take bad shots. And as far as the home court advantage goes, it, it – it's in my mind. It's only advantage if you get to play that game at home. Come game seven, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think the series goes that far. And I think for a team like the Warriors, um, you know, Draymond feeds off the off the visiting crowd. He loves going on the road and playing the villain. Uh, but I also think that Stefan and Stefan um, Clay Thompson just have so much experience. All the ch- all the the championships that they won, the games that they've played at such a high level, going on the road. We'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. We're not afraid to go in any kind of arena. Uh, it, I think for them that the it's if anything, it serves as a motivator and a wake up for them, as opposed to maybe kind of crawling through it. I think the other thing too here, one last motivating piece for the Warriors. Last time they were in the play, we'll call it the playoffs, the play-in, what have you. They were eliminated last year. Definitely not healthy uh-huh. by any means from last year, but it was the it was the Memphis Grizzlies that went in to San Francisco or went into Golden State and were eliminated the Warriors in that in that play-in matchup last year. Yeah, a little revenge angle here for the yeah. Golden State Warriors against the Memphis Grizzlies. That game tips off at 12:30. We just went to halftime in Boston, and the Bucks lead 56-46. ESPN writer Tim Bontemps tweeted out what you saw: said Marcus Smart just had his shoulder pop out, went into the lane, and got grabbed by Javon Carter. Immediately went over to the bench there, went to the locker room. So unable to move his right arm. We'll hopefully get more status updates on that throughout halftime, but it could be a live betting angle with this Bucks-Celtics game. Once again, Bucks leading by 10 at the half. On the other side, let's go to South Beach. 76ers heat with an update on Joel Embiid. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with James Salinas out there in Colorado. In 15 minutes, Adam Burke will be joining us in studio. Our VEASAN host and writer talking a little NFL draft, a little NBA course MLB but one of the cool things about doing the show with James is that he is willing to fire mid show and James sent out the bat signal to the text he sent the bat signal out saying hey guys just made an NBA finals futures bet I'm not sure what this bet is I'm about to find this out on air live with all of you but James please without further ado let the folks know what you have fired on well I've kind of got a hedge play is I guess we can call it not not so much this is a hedge play, but just another position. I did have a position on the Bucks to meet the exact of the Bucks and the Suns to meet in the finals at ten to one. In this case here, I just made a play and I bet both sides of it. Bucks to beat the Warriors in the finals and Warriors to beat the Bucks. It's sitting okay. at twenty to one right now on both sides. So I put a wow. unit in on each side for me. Uh, just feeling like number one, we had talked about the Bucks. I just I still was leaning towards the Bucks in this series, even with the loss of Chris Middleton here. This is a team we we detailed it plenty as far as the the championship culture that's on that roster and the confidence that these guys have, having not only won the championship but everybody understanding where their roles sit here. Now you're seeing it play out here in this first game against the Celtics. Celtics falling in love with a three point shot. They're falling victim to exactly how the the Milwaukee Bucks play defense, and for the Celtics, not a great three point shooting team. And also the fact that well, I don't know the status of what Marcus Smart's availability is going to be, how severe that shoulder injury was. If it popped in and it popped out, that thing's going to swell up. But he's key, obviously, on the defensive side for this team. Um, so it was just something I just wanted to even see. Was that even available out there? What did that look like? And the fact that it was 20 to 1. I just, yeah. it just looked really hot. I mean, I'm looking at some of these other ones. You have the heat to beat the Suns at 12 to one. Yeah. Oh, some of these others lower ones here. Yeah. The heat to beat the Warriors at 14 to one, that kind of thing to where you were going to give me this opportunity for 20 to one for basically in a sense, that's what I'm looking at. Sacrifice one of the units, right? So in a, in a sense, it's 19 to one. It doesn't matter who wins. If both the Suns and the, or not, excuse me, I'm sorry. This, the, the Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors, right? If because I have a Suns and a Bucks one already at ten to one. The fact that you're going to give me twenty to one, or in a sense nineteen to one, doesn't matter who wins. Bucks and the Warriors to meet in the finals. That was just too big, too juicy of a price for me to pass. 
And I'm really surprised that you were able to find 20 to 1 there because the Warriors are the favorite over at BetMGM to win the title. They are 3 yeah, to I'm 1 si- right now, just above the Phoenix Suns at plus 320. Milwaukee's at 7 to 1 because they're on the road this series. If they win it, they're likely on the road against Miami if the Heat are able to get past the 76ers. So maybe that's why they're at 7 to 1 there. But if they get by Boston, I got to think that Milwaukee could be a short favorite on the series price against whether it's Miami or Philadelphia. Well, and especially at, well, I'll just I'm going to say it now, Miami. I'm hoping it's Miami because I already have that that exact future mm-hmm. for the for the conference finals with the Warriors and the Heat to get to advance. But I think for for the Heat, we talked about their injury status too. We know that Lowry is not going to play in that game one matchup because of his hamstring and Jimmy Butler kind of in and out of the lineup. They've got a number of players do the Miami Heat on that on that injury report and list. I think most of them will play. But anytime you're nursing nursing, especially some of these soft tissue injuries they're always susceptible to to being re-aggravated and, and missing more time. But this is just a, a championship-minded team. It's this Bucks team, I just love the chemistry that we see with this team. Again, I, I can't stress it enough that to if you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ here, and this <laughs> is going to be a tough-minded team to have to beat. You think about how their their run to the finals was last year and being able to to make win some of those games without Giannis and losing the first two games to the Suns on, in, that, in that matchup and sweeping them the final four games – Tough-minded team, twenty to one. That just seemed like too good a price for me to to not have to play it, and it's still live here on BetMGM right now. We're at halftime right now between the Bucks and the Celtics. Bucks lead fifty-six to forty-six. They're laying four and a half on the live number. The total sitting at two fourteen and a half. The Athletics' Sham Sharania, their insider there for the NBA, tweeted out that Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart is expected to return with the right shoulder stinger and right quad contusion. So with the news that Smart should be good to go. Would you maybe dabble in with Celtics getting four and a half now down by 10? Well, and here we go again. There's this wild swings in the market. If we would have played, if I, I would, if I would have played that seven and a half at that six minute timeout that I was going to until I got mm-hmm. scared off of Scott Foster and stayed away <laughs> from it, because that's kind of what I was expecting in this series because the volume of three point shots that are going to be put in, there's going to be, there's going to be times where Celtics, they, they're going to go, they're going to hit their last three or four, five, three point shots, and they're going to have big swings in on the scoreboard. And we're going to see again, these live markets fluctuate here with this series because of that so many teams I mean I'm, I'm going to pull up their box score right now I know right now the Bucks have taken they've taken 44 attempts from the floor 20 from beyond the arc they've made 10 of those so shooting 50% and again the the Celtics 28 three-point attempts in the first half they've only played 24 minutes they've already taken 28 three-point shots this is not a great three-point shooting team they've only hit 10 of those so 37 percent that's going to be the the method they're going to have hot streaks and cold streaks because they're not a great three-point shooting team but yeah, because I missed that seven and a half and I got afraid of seeing damn Scott Foster out there. I, otherwise, I would. That, I mean, that's a great middle right now. This thing, if yeah. we had the Bucks plus seven and a half right now and you can come back with the Celtics plus four and a half, massive swing for a middle. That's what I'll be looking for through this series. So I'm kicking myself that I did not play that at the time because it was locked and loaded, ready to go. Not only because I like the seven and a half, but to see a potential middle opportunity come up because of the, the volume of shots that are going to be from beyond the arc in this series. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing Jason Tatum. He's struggling from the field, three of 10. Jalen Brown is struggling, two of eight. So if just one of those guys can get back into some sort of rhythm offensively, maybe the Boston Celtics can make this a close game there with Milwaukee. They outscored Boston 29 to 22 in the second quarter. Let's take a look at the other Eastern Conference semifinals in the last portion of this segment here, and it's the Heat and the 76ers. You're on the Heat paired up with the Warriors to advance as that parlay there for this round of the playoffs, but Miami right now, it's taken off the board actually over at BetMGM that I'm looking at right now, but the Heat are 7.5 point favorites, total 208.5 off the board is the series price. It's going to be tough. Joel Embiid, he's going to be out games one and two, but Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reported that he could be back as soon as games three or four, making this kind of a difficult series to bet straight up from a series standpoint. Can we? Can, that, that would mean if you want to get involved with the Sixers, you got to get a split in Miami. 
Yeah. You, you have to, even if Embiid comes back and all right, now he's available for the last three games. That means they're going to have to win. If they don't get a split in Miami, they're going to have to win three out of four. And I just don't see that happening with the, an Embiid who is going to be not only if he comes back, you know, he's still got He's going to have to wear a face mask. That's ne- that's never comfortable. He's had to do that in the past, but you're, you're not going to be, he's not going to be anywhere close to full strength because not only that with, with his, his facial injury, but it's also the thumb injury, the torn ligaments in his thumb. And we saw that impact his ability really to grip the ball get on the boards and he's such a tremendous not only a a ball handler and a shooter and and able to score at all three levels on the court and really command such a presence from opposing defenses having to figure out how are they going to match up with Embiid whether he's on the uh, down on the block or or extended out beyond the three-point line Uh, but the fact that that hand injury that thumb injury makes it difficult for him to grip the ball especially for rebounding that type of thing it's it's just a tall order I didn't like even if he was healthy I would still favor the Miami Heat in this series the fact that even if he does come back in games starting come game three I just don't see this happening because the the rest of the supporting cast it falls on the shoulders of James Harden and being new to this team number one bouncing around the league like he has not endearing himself to any franchise over the last couple years now all of a sudden he's going to take the reins from a leadership standpoint we know he has the ability to score but from a leadership standpoint being the guy that put this 76ers team his new team on his back to be able to carry them against a a super well-coached team in the Miami Heat, even though the Heat have their own series of injuries as well. We mentioned Lowry Mm -hmm. not going to play in game one with the hamstring injury. And, you know, it's day-to-day sometimes with Jimmy Butler when he decides to play and when he doesn't. But but I just think the Heat's ability to be able to switch out with Noah Embiid, it's going to allow them to do a lot more switching on the perimeter with their guard play and, and make Harden really just be somebody that's going to have to go over the ball screen. They're going to switch it. He's going to have to try to go around a lot of step-back threes, I anticipate, from Harden, a lot of stagnancy on the offensive side in the half court for the Sixers. Got to be a struggle to score without Embiid, not to mention his loss on the defensive side for the Philadelphia 76ers in the series. Yeah, that's a big deal there, that no Embiid on the defensive end of the floor. The Miami Heat, they're very versatile. You mentioned them on defense, able to switch everything. I have the Heat 5-1 to one to win the Eastern Conference here. I didn't bet this series price because I was a little nervous with Jimmy Butler's knee inflammation, Kyle Lowry, his hamstring issue going on. Didn't really foresee the Embiid being out games one and two, but to me, it was a stay away. But one thing I will say is that the longer this series goes, I think it favors the Miami Heat just because of the coaching edge with Miami. Eric Spolstra, it will coach circles around Doc Rivers the later the series goes. Doc Rivers not typically one to have adjustments. It just didn't come to fruition with Toronto because they dealt with a number of injuries. On the other side, Adam Burke, VEASAN host and writer in studio, talking a little diamond baseball, baby. Let's go. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets, baby. Oh, we're going to get to those in just a second. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. That's coming up next Saturday. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets, email every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here with the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Lynn is out in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And James, it's 1130, so let's bring in our guy, Adam Burke, in studio. Hanging out here as a VEASAN host and writer here for the network, talking all things Major League Baseball. Adam, hope all is well. Always a pleasure to have you here on this fine Sunday. We were talking during the break. Major League Baseball, it's early portion of the season, and teams still can't hit. Yeah, pretty much. By the way, if you need a side hustle, you can be my hype man. <laughs> exactly. I, I, feel, I feel like that would work out really well for me. But yeah, I was telling uh, like my inner Oprah, I think, in there first. <laughs> are you going to start giving away cars and stuff? Not now? quite. We're not there just yet. <laughs> Uh, no, teams can't hit. Maybe Oprah should give away hits, home runs, <laughs> something. Give away a little bit of offense in Major League Baseball. I wrote about this today in, in my article over at vcin.com. 
the league's batting average right now of 231 going into today's games would be the lowest of all time. The previous low wow. was 237 back in 1968. And there's only been four seasons where the league-wide batting average has been two, below 240, and we're working on one of them right now. The home run to fly ball rate is the lowest since 2014. The average exit velocity is the highest in the StatCast era, which dates back to 2015, but yet, obviously, offense is nowhere to be found. So we can't keep saying it's early. We can't mm -hmm. keep blaming it on the weather. We can't blame it on the abbreviated spring training. This is exclusively because of what has happened to the baseball because of the humidor that's in all 30 parks now. So Major League Baseball has effectively taken offense away. Now, this could change a little bit as it gets warmer in the summer months where the humidor's impacts are a little bit different. But for now, uh, fly balls are traveling six feet shorter on average than last season. So we just aren't going to have offense for a long period of time. And we've seen the sports books adjust a lot of six and a half, seven, seven and a half totals now in games that probably would have been eight or maybe eight and a half in previous seasons. So the books have made the adjustment and games are still going under yesterday. 20 of 30 teams scored three or fewer runs and 12 of those 20 scored one or zero runs. Whew. Well, Adam, I mean, the fans must be lining up to buy season tickets because everybody <laughs> loves to see those pitcher duels, those one nothing. And and that's something I want to ask you. I mean, we we're we we know the effect, and we're seeing it the effect when it when we're talking about it as a sports better and the totals and the lack of runs being scored in Major League Baseball. And I have my own little conspiracy theory as to why. And I think that's something that I want to ask you. Why do you think Major League Baseball has tinkered with the actual baseball, the to the reduced flight ball, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, what they're doing, raised seams, et cetera, the humidor, all those things. What would be the purpose? What is the motive for Major League Baseball to tinker with the ball? You know, I think Major League Baseball is just very short-sighted in general. I think Rob Manfred is very unqualified to run the league, as we've seen at several junctures here throughout his tenure as commissioner. I don't think that they really understood the impact it would have on offense in a lot of places, specifically in the Midwest and on the East Coast. In the cold weather cities, those tend to be your worst offenses here so far. But I think they looked at it and said, okay, we have the humidor in 10 parks. Let's go ahead and put it in all 30 so that we can kind of standardize everything across the league while not fully realizing the impact that it was going to have. I've seen explanations that maybe COVID and supply chain shortages kind of led them to have a couple of different baseballs just because mm -hmm. the production facility, you know, would have been behind and all of that. I don't know if that's true or not, but all I know is maybe they thought that raising the seams would kind of offset the fact that they don't allow pitchers to use foreign substances anymore, give them a little bit more grip on the ball. But that also hasn't worked because we've seen hit by pitches at the highest rate in the last couple of decades. So I think that they're just very short-sighted. They don't think these things through. They think something seems like a good idea and it winds up not being one. Could be a pace of play thing. Maybe they want the games to go faster. But uh, so far, it's it's just it's been frustrating as a better, frustrating as a fan. And you know, year in and year out, they change the baseball, and we don't know what it's going to be like until we get some data. So who knows what they come up with next? Yeah, we're speaking with Adam Burke, Vison host and writer host of Run Line, coming up later, eight to ten Eastern time with Ben Wilson. Make sure to check that out. I guess I have to ask James, what's your theory? Uh, to me, it's it's almost this collusion with the owners to say we are tired of paying these monster salaries for all these hitters hitting the ball out of the ballpark, putting up all these these triple crown type type numbers. And hey, maybe this is our opportunity to to be able to bring some of those numbers down, so we don't have to pay these exorbitant salaries. I don't know. It's just my conspiracy. I don't have anything to support that, but it's just kind of where I go to first and foremost. Always trying to understand the motive and the why, because if it's just to put out there for pace of play or to say, well, we want to get more action. We want to have more players on, you know, we want to have activity on the bases and we want to have it be lively where fans are watching players being able to, to move and run around the bases. That might be a effective if we saw players actually take a, a different approach at the plate, hitting behind runners, actually guys had some speed out there and knew how to run and steal bases, that type of thing, and play more in a sense of small ball, get them on, get them over, get them in, but that's not going to change. These guys, you can still shift and these guys are still going to try to pull the ball. It's just in their baseball DNA. So uh, that's more of my conspiracy theory type of uh, mentality to seeping out there, Adam. You know, and I think that there is a possibility that, that that could be part of the reason because also, too, you think about what happens with taking away the grip and the sticky substances, that would sort of, in a way, kind of 
suffocate pitcher salaries as well, kind of cut them back a little bit because their numbers aren't going to look as good. The strikeout percentage did go down once we saw that spin rate cracked or the substance crackdown that lowered spin rates. So, you know, they kind of suppressed player salaries on the pitcher side there. Now there's a chance they could suppress hitter salaries based on what we're seeing with the baseball here so far this season. It's certainly a possibility. I don't think it's, it's not a tinfoil hat conspiracy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that there could be something to that. And look, you know, I mean, we just saw the league have this very ugly, very public lockout between the yeah. players association and the owners and the league and all of that. And, you know, maybe it is, it could be a continuation and extension of the middle finger that major league baseball has thrown to the players for a while now. <laughs> if this were any other league, I would probably say, okay, this is getting tinfoil hatty. But like you mentioned, the owners are some of the cheapest across any major sport here. I mean, the Oakland A's, their payroll resembles a triple A team. Like it's like, how are you charging major league prices for a team that you know is okay? We're just gonna suppress the payroll and then just whatever. If we end up moving to Las Vegas or whatever, we're just kind of this is like that last kind of just essentially bleep you to the city of Oakland, essentially. But I want to ask you just from a more macro standpoint because you talked about the data that you've received now from seeing the balls, the humidifiers, and how that's kind of suppressed some of these totals. At this point, now that we're sitting on May 1st here, we have second month of the, of the season, how comfortable you are with the data in terms of extrapolating that from now seeing these teams go through three to four different cycles of pitchers and all that? Like, How comfortable are you when you bet into these markets, whether it be totals or sides on these money lines, with the data that you have at hand? You know, I will say in previous seasons, I would have felt a lot more comfortable with it. But because we've seen Major League Baseball change the ball mid-stride and all these different types of things, and also, too, I don't exactly know. I'm, I'm not smart enough to know exactly what's going to happen with the humidor as it gets warmer because it's mm -hmm. starting to get warmer. Now that we're in the month of May, you know, we'll have 65, 70-degree days in a lot of those cities that were in the 40s you know, a few weeks ago. So yeah. offense could pick up, and if it does, that could kind of render some of the early season numbers null and void. On the other hand, if offense doesn't pick up, then what we've seen is kind of the new normal. So it's still very touch and go for me. And, you know, I've even noticed over the last few days, I've kind of had paralysis by over analysis of thinking so much about all of these developments, all of these things that are going on or that are going on. I've gotten off to a good start with the best bets from the article. I've gotten off to a good start personally in major league baseball season, but over the last few days, I'm kind of just overthinking and overanalyzing mm -hmm. everything because we've got a sample size. Now it's not just read and react. It's read react and then sit there and think about what all of this means in the present and in the future. So to me, honestly, it, it's kind of become a, a very difficult period of the year when usually it isn't for me. So Adam, from that perspective here, have you, I know from whether it's betting first five full nine inning games and or getting involved in the player prop market, have you dabbled in that a little bit? Is that something that maybe there's another angle to be able to get involved with, whether it's player market or, or the, the pitcher's market or hitter market? Yeah, I think I may have to start looking a little bit more at strikeout props and things of that sort because I'm a really big believer in handicapping based on quality of contact, which would be hard hit percentage, exit velocity, mm -hmm. all of that. The problem is even when you're making quality contact this season, the ball's not going anywhere. So that takes away a really big part of my handicap because it, it kind of renders it not as effective as usual. So I may have to start looking at things like the strikeout props and, and kind of look to maybe do some more live betting situations. We have about five games that have not gotten underway in baseball today. You mentioned your MLB best bets column that you posted the article. Make sure to check that out at vsun.com. Subscribe, like we said, vsun.com slash spring. But we'll get into some of those best bets on the other side. Find out what Adam likes on the diamond today. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code CODE200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back. This is the final segment of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside James Salinas out there in Colorado. Adam Burke joining us in studio here at the South Point for two segments. And we teased it on the other side, so we got to deliver here. MLB best bets. Adam, you are looking at the Cleveland Guardians Oakland Athletics game first pitch 107 in the Bay Area right now. The Guardians minus 120 on the money line. Athletics plus 100. Yeah, so this is one to me where, look, if Tristan McKenzie can't pitch well in this matchup, then I have grave concerns about him going forward because this Oakland lineup is 27th in walk rate this season. They have the second highest strikeout rate in Major League Baseball, 26.3%. Tristan McKenzie's problem is that he walks a lot of guys. His strikeout rate is good. He will give up some home runs, but his walk rate is what his problem has been. The, the Oakland A's don't walk. So if he's issuing walks in this game, that's a really, really big red flag going forward. And they strike out a ton. So you know, there's a ballpark that's suppressed. All of the ballparks suppress power this year. But <laughs> in Oakland, it really suppresses power. It's great for fly ball pitchers like McKenzie. The high strikeout rate, that should be good for him. Then on the other side, James Caprellian, who gets this start for Oakland, he made three rehab starts. He's coming back from a shoulder injury. Yeah, he struck out 13 minor leaguers over 13 and two-thirds, but also allowed 11 runs on 15 hits, gave up three home runs, walked four in his last rehab start. So I feel like the Guardians have a pretty significant starting pitching advantage in this game. Their bullpen has actually come together better than I expected. The question is whether or not they can hit. Hopefully they do, because I've taken them here today, minus 120. <laughs> but I think that Tristan McKenzie has a really good chance to carve up this Oakland lineup. And to James's point earlier, maybe you look at a strikeout prop or something like that with McKenzie. So, Adam, a game that's going to start here in just a few minutes, just down the street from me at Coors Field, the Rockies and the Red Hot Reds. The Reds actually covered the run line yesterday. <laughs> they, they they won the first, they actually won first five, and then the bullpen came in in the sixth and promptly gave away the lead, but were able to cover the run line. I think they had lost maybe, you probably know better than me, I think it was like 15 straight of their losses were beyond the run line too. Just an awful season for the Reds. How have you been, have you been doing anything with the red or let's say fading the reds in a sense going against them and maybe even the run line here's another opportunity here I think right now it's run line for the Rockies is plus 110. Yeah, you know what I haven't done anything with the reds and I I really don't understand why because 15 of their 18 losses have been on the run line. So to your point they're actually I guess we call this a, a winning streak for them. The fact <laughs> that they actually covered a run line yesterday. Uh look, Riverson Martinez not 
really major league caliber, but they traded everybody who was. So they wound up bringing him up from the minor leagues. 1091 ERA in his first 15 and two thirds uh, of this season here. Going to Coors Field, that's not a particularly good sign. Kyle Freeland pitches to a lot of contact typically. He's not a guy that I like a whole lot, but you can't bet over 10 and a half right now in this run environment. So probably Rockies are bust for me, but you know, I think that this Reds team, they're better than what they've shown. They've played a really tough schedule here to this point. They do wind up playing the Pirates on their upcoming homestand, so maybe they can win a couple of games in that four-game series. Uh, I'm trying to find really good buy, extremely low spots on them because I think they are better than this. I mean, nobody's 3-18 and 18 <laughs> <Yeah>. bad, but uh, <laughs> you know, this is not one of those spots here today. We're hanging out with Adam Burke, VSIN writer and host of The Run Line with Ben Wilson, 8 to 10 Eastern time later this evening. Make sure to check that out, all you baseball junkies out there. I want to ask you, though, about the San Francisco Giants. They're playing the Washington Nationals later this afternoon, 105 first pitch. Giants minus 185 on the money line. Nationals plus 150. The totals at seven and a half there. But this Giants team last year, best record in baseball. Maybe some people thought there could be a little bit of regression this year. And they're picking up right where they left off, 14 and seven right now. This team feels like they're legit. Is that the takeaway? Yeah, I think this team is 100% legit. They've got one of the smartest front offices in Major League Baseball, led by Farhan Zaidi. They've done so many things from a player development standpoint at the major league level that have been really impressive. A lot of teams are okay at player development in the minor leagues, Mm -hmm. but they get to the majors and it's kind of, well, what we see is what we get. Not with the Giants. They continue to elevate just about everybody on that roster. Right now, they're in a little bit of a tough spot. They've got some COVID issues. Mike Yastrzemski and Brandon Belt, both on the COVID list. Didn't stop them yesterday. They scored nine runs. All three games in this series so far have been very lopsided. The Nationals won 14-4. to Giants won by six yesterday. I think they won by seven in the first game. So probably not expecting that close of a game here. But Alex Cobb coming off the IL, making just his third start. We'll see how sharp he actually ends up being. And Josiah Gray, who's going for the Nationals here in this one, He's actually a guy that the market kind of likes. The market likes to back good pitchers on bad teams. Josiah Gray is one of those. So we'll see what happens with this line as we get closer to first pitch here over the next hour. But that is something to keep in mind for the Nationals in general is Josiah Gray is about the only guy that the market will feel comfortable backing with this Nationals team regularly. Adam, you're talking about good pitchers with bad teams. And I, I think you have an affection for the Philadelphia Phillies as far as I think the last time we talked, you were calling them a softball, a beer league softball team with their approach at the plate. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm looking at Sunday night baseball here and I've, I pulled it up just to see what the number was and sitting there and I get it. We, we have Max Scherzer on, on one side of the bump for the Mets, but this is not Steve Carlton going for the, for the Philadelphia Phillies in this matchup. The total is sitting at six and a half. And you mentioned the the adjustments by the books when we're talking about the totals. I mean, this total sitting at six and a half. A- any interest in this game for Sunday night? I know you'll be on uh, on the show tonight talking about this game live as it goes on. What do you expect in this matchup with these pitchers? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think Scherzer is going to be good. I'm sure that's you know, groundbreaking analysis here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Max Scherzer is going to pitch well, given that he does almost every time out. But the thing that's really interesting for me here is Zach Eflin of the Phillies. So Zach Eflin's not striking anybody out. Still has a 320 ERA, 295 FIP, and a 320 ERA because his left on base percentage is only 64.8%. He's pitched really well. He's limited hard contact, lowest average exit velocity against of his career. Hard hit rate is the best of his career. And when you pair that with what Kyle Gibson's been doing for the Phillies, they may have finally cracked the code here on how to develop back of the rotation starting pitching. So I look, it's an under juice to minus 125, but I think the under kind of makes some sense in this game, the under seven. Maybe you look for a live betting opportunity. Maybe Scherzer gives up a solo shot in the first inning, something like that. But I may have to start changing my opinion of the Phillies a little bit here. I still mm-hmm. think they're terrible defensively, and I don't really love the bullpen. But Kyle Gibson now for the whole month of April has been really good. Zach Eflin's been good. We know that Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler have a lot of upside. So does Ranger Suarez. All of a sudden, the Phillies look a lot more interesting to me. Just getting a little bit of data, kind of seeing what they're doing on the pitching side. I don't know if it sticks, especially with a guy like Kyle Gibson, but I'm kind of starting to come around on this team a little bit. May look for some opportunities to back them. I just feel like, you know, you don't want to bet against Bill Belichick. You don't want to bet against Alabama. You don't want to bet against Max Scherzer. So you said that you might be changing your opinion on the Phillies. Is there a team that you might have been a little bit higher on that you're changing your opinion on the other direction? Yeah, I mean, I was really high in the Chicago Cubs coming into the year. Not that their season win total was all that high. Anyway, it was 74 and a half. And I still think that they can get over that. But 
they started out really good offensively. They were having a lot of success on balls in play, very high batting average on balls in play, high batting average on balls in play with men in scoring position, and they're still 8-13. and 13. So yeah. that suggests to me that their pitching is really poor, and I thought that maybe they could squeeze a little bit of value out of some of their additions in the bullpen. Maybe the rotation would be a little bit better, but uh, the Chicago Cubs don't look good. The Detroit Tigers, also a team I was pretty high on from an overseason win total standpoint. They have not played well to this point. Casey Mize is also hurt. That doesn't really help. But the two teams that I thought were kind of in that sort of forgotten range of being in the mid-70s with their season win totals that I bet overs with, uh, they've really disappointed me here so far. And I'm sad to say that you know that this may kind of continue to be the thing for the Cubs. Any surprise bullpen so far that we can take advantage of? A lot of times if we're betting, betting first five, staking it on the, the starting pitchers. But if you're looking at a full nine, you want to know the, the depth and the quality of the bullpen as well as kind of the, the fatigue factor if they've been used a lot lately. Any bullpens we should be taking a look at? I know it's early in the season, but anything that's caught your eye just this first month of the season? I do think the Guardians bullpen has been much better than I expected. You know, Nick Sandlin has come back from injury and pitched well. Trevor Steffen seems like a guy who's actually going to be a high leverage reliever for that team. So I have a little bit more confidence in them if they can figure out their starting pitchers. Baltimore, their bullpen has been outstanding, and they've done a really good job developing pitching overall here. Their problem is they're scoring three runs a game. That makes it really hard to win. <laughs> but their starting rotation, Spencer Watkins has looked better. Bruce Zimmerman has looked better. We've seen money get bet on Jordan Lyles today, which absolutely never happens. Uh, the Orioles and the Guardians are two bullpens that definitely look better than I expected, especially because Baltimore traded their best reliever right before the season. If, if you want more analysis like that, make sure to check out the run line, 8 to 10 Eastern time. You guys will be over at Circa, you and Ben Wilson. Holden Kushner tonight. Holden Kushner tonight, actually. Okay, this will be Holden Kushner in for Ben Wilson, but all the same great analysis nonetheless. That does it for the show here from the South Point. James out in Colorado. Always a pleasure chatting with you, James. Thank you to Adam Burke, VEASAN host and writer. Thank you to Ben Arthur. Joined us earlier in the program, Tennessee beat writer, or the Titans beat writer for the Tennessean. Coming up next, betting across America, three more hours. Ross Reynolds connection out at Circa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.